Hey everyone, what is good? It is Sierra. Welcome to my channel. So it has been a very long time since I've um, had in my head that I wanted to do a podcast and I guess life just got in the way. And so I've been kind of, you know, procrastinating, telling myself I shouldn't do it. It's not what I got my degree for. Just giving myself a multitude of excuses as to why I just can't do what the fuck I want. So here I am. It is currently 1056 and we are launching the first pilot episode of Minor Infractions by me, your host, creator, Sierra Jackson. What is up? What's good? I'm Sierra. I'm 25 years old. I live in sunny Florida. I love Florida. I have no complaints about it. Right now it's pretty hot, so you know I got titty sweat going on. But otherwise, you know, I'm just vibing, living my best life, and try to take every single day as an experience and try to look in the good at the good and everything even though i am such a complainer and i pick apart everything but hi welcome i'm happy that you clicked on this um whether you know me or you just randomly wanted to listen to something new i'm sierra um i'm 25 i am currently a social worker i work at a homeless shelter and um i'm a virgo i have a sagittarius moon sagittarius rising you know so your girl is definitely an overthinker but um i sabotage myself because i think very impulsively even though i'm a control freak um yeah so that's pretty much the way that i live my life um i wanted minor infractions to be a platform that i can just share and just talk my shit i don't need it for any other specific reason like i said i have a nine to five or technically an 11 to nine we work 10 hour shifts and um i can honestly say that me having the life that i have at this moment has definitely been a journey i was in the trenches I kind of still am because I do not know how to save correctly, but I digress. Um, I just want you guys to know that everything is according to plan. And I've watched my life unfold in more ways than I can ever imagine beyond my wildest dreams. And I'm not where I want to be 100%, but thank God I am not where I used to be. Thank God that I am not stuck in my old ways. Thank God that I took a chance and didn't look back. And I thank the universe, God, Buddha, um, anybody else who is a spiritual leader for people that I'm here to this day. Um, it's been a journey and it is still going. So nothing is permanent. Everything is temporary. And I find the beauty in that because fuck, life is kind of tough, but I'm strong. I'm tougher and we'll get through this. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm kind of blitz. I had the, um, Capriccio Sangria and I don't know why, but it just makes me feel so loose and so free, which is why I think I'm just like flowing really well because I'm not like uptight right now I'm not saying that I'm uptight but I feel like sometimes I'm so like I'm a fixator and I feel like I fixate on how I sound um am I funny enough am I serious enough am I relatable enough and so I I let my I let those thoughts those intrusive thoughts those like you know constant thoughts kind of get in the way of what I want to do and so um right now we're just feeling kind of free and we like that because then everything can be copacetic, everything can be natural, nothing is forced, and that's a vibe, I guess. <laughs> um, I just got home from work not too long ago. Um, today was a very, like, long day. I hate, like, a work day, because today was my Friday, so I have to go back to work probably on Saturday, but for the most part, like, I'm off for the next 
two days. And so I was thinking to myself, like, um, you know, hopefully this day goes by fast. And it just didn't. It went by so freaking slow. And everything was annoying me. I was kind of grumpy. And with my job, like, it's either all or nothing. Some days it can be super, like, fast and very, like, overwhelming. And then other days it's super, like, slow, nothing to do. And it's just, like, kind of like, ah, I'm about to go crazy. I'm about to go crazy. I'm about to go crazy. But it it ended um, like everything does. And um, I'm here in my room chilling, so I'm happy. And um, I'm not at work anymore, so that's good. Although, um, I think that it's interesting how we kind of start off with these ideas or these plans. Or, you know, like, oh, when I start this job, I'm going to just appreciate it. And while I do appreciate my job, and I'm so grateful for the opportunities and for the experiences that I've learned thus far, it's something, like, overwhelming about working a job. Like a full-time job. Not like your hobbies, not the things that you're like super passionate about or the things that you get to do and not have to worry about anyone else's opinion because it's like your own thing and it's very organic. I think the reason why I have thought about having a podcast is because one, I know that I'm like funny. I know that I'm relatable. I know that I have things to say. And I feel like I can just like voice those things out loud. But also I feel like sometimes I pigeonhole myself because... I work such a draining job that I kind of let that encapsulate my whole entire life and I don't focus on things that I want to do that brings me joy. And so um, I think the reason why I kind of took the plunge and just decided to do this is because I work four days on, three days off. And so that seems like, oh, okay, you have enough free time to do what you want. I work at a job that has like mental health issues, drug use. Um, Unfortunately, I've seen people die, which is crazy to say because I never thought that I would say that but um when you work in that type of environment especially things that are like kind of more like direct care I think that you become kind of jaded and like you kind of use your own aloneness as a solitude and while I do think that being alone is such an important thing and I do know that like when I'm alone I need to be alone I need to process my thoughts I think that sometimes you end up like basically keeping yourself away from what makes you happy because you're just basically trying to protect your space. And I do understand boundaries. I know that my boundaries are important. I shouldn't let anyone kind of, you know, like interfere with that. But I think I've been missing out a lot on the world because I let my identity become my job rather than having a job and then having my identity. I kind of just like rolled it all together in one subconsciously I didn't do it on purpose and so I don't like going out I like being home and if I do go out I'll go to like Target like I won't go out and socialize it's too overwhelming for me seeing too many people drinking and you know doing this and that it's just like overwhelming for me because I see what like the effects of those things do to the people at my job and so I kind of just like relate it all to each other and that's not fair to actually experiencing things into myself because I have to have fun and live life despite the fact that I do see things that are kind of traumatic but you know just not giving myself the opportunity to be young and to you know have experiences and meet new people and just have fun with the people in my life I have resorted to secluding myself away like I am locked in the attic and your girl is kind of just feeling like damn why do you have to do that to yourself live your best life then go to work, go to work, keep that identity away because it's not relevant here, and then just go home, be alone, 
but also still be a person and have experiences because if you literally let your job become your whole entire life, you'll end up resenting it. Whether you really intend to or not, if you don't have an identity outside of the job and the people that you see there, you're literally going to become so jaded to the world and just not even wanting to have interactions that you have to have in order to live like a whole rounded human experience. And I say human experience because I believe that like we're all souls, you know, we're all like living life and, you know, meeting people and and becoming who we are based on like the experiences that we have. But I also feel like sometimes we limit ourselves because we constantly just don't give ourselves the opportunity to like flourish. And I have not been giving myself the opportunity to flourish because I've been so damn sad. And um, I've been sad for a multitude of reasons. When I, I was 23, how old am I now? I'm 24, okay. So I was 23 when my mom died. And um, I have not yet recovered from that. I don't think I, I never will. So I don't, I don't, I don't like have like this hope that eventually I'll be like healed and like, you know, like brand new me, you know, the past is the past. I think that I can heal and I, and I'm learning that and I'm learning coping mechanisms, but I have to remember that life is full of emotions. And I think that especially in this a certain point of time we are bombarded with the positivity manifestation law of attraction kind of uh vibes and i i don't even use vibes ironically anymore i just literally use it because i can't help but say vibes i don't understand what's wrong with me but um you know basically i think that we're always like trying to force everyone to be positive when really we should be like not forcing obviously but we should be encouraging people to heal and to feel things and I feel like our society is so like oh why focus on the bad when you could just focus on the good and I'm just trying to figure out whoever fucking thought of that because not only is it a toxic mindset it's honestly very invalidating and so whenever I just need to feel sad feel happy, feel neutral, feel angry, feel mad, feel any emotion that I'm feeling in that moment, all I have to really do is just feel it, let it pass me. But when I ignore something, you don't really ignore it. You're just putting it off for a later time. And as you're putting it off for a later time, you're basically just shaking a can, something that's not open yet, you're still shaking it. But you know that eventually when you open it up, it's going to fizz out. Because you've been shaking it for so long. Whether whether or not you like it, <clears throat> the things that you're trying to avoid is going to come back for you. And so I realized from my mom's death and also from my granddad's death because he died less than a year after her. Um, I've learned that life is really just about accepting the fact that you have to feel things. And the second that you don't feel those things, I think that's when it's a problem. But I've always been one to feel very deeply. Like, I feel like when I'm so happy, I'm so dramatic. I'm so, like, in that moment. Like, I love being happy. But I've become appreciative of my sad moments just because I think that you can't experience one thing without knowing what the other thing feels like. So if you want to feel like joy, if you want to feel euphoria, you have to know what it feels like to be sad, to just be melancholy and to be so wrapped up in like 
sadness that you don't really know who you are anymore and I think that's kind of what depression is but um I've just learned a lot through like grief and I've learned a lot about myself through grief which is that I am a crier (laughs) I used to get shamed so much when I was younger for crying and for being so sensitive and emotional and um I think now I'm just kind of like, yeah, I will literally cry, but I'll also beat your ass. But also, besides me beating your ass, I'm going to get back up. I just need to feel what I'm feeling in that moment so that I don't have to later come into contact with it again. And it'd be even worse than if I would have just like understood it in that moment. Emotions give you clarity. Never forget that. When you're able to just like let it all out. Not only do you feel lighter, like a weight has been lifted off of your shoulders, you also can understand, okay, this is what made me sad. I have now let it out. How can I heal from this? And then you move on. But if you continuously think that you have to look at the brighter side or, oh, it could be worse, it doesn't change the situation. It doesn't even really change your mentality. It just makes you invalidate yourself. And do you really want to do that? Uh, The answer is probably not because... Invalidating yourself is literally the worst thing you can do because at the end of the day, that's all you really have. And um, I find peace in that. All I really have is myself. So how can I make myself the healthiest, strongest version of myself? Like, how can I be better? <laughs> and yeah, that's pretty much my story. And that's what I'm sticking to. Um, I'm growing. I think um I have suddenly like just understood that everything 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 is so temporary the people that we come across the experiences that we're having everything is very temporary and so we just have to appreciate that and (sighs) loss is so hard but that's life and It's easier said than done, but I'm understanding that and just kind of, like, letting it be. Not even, like, taking some sort of, like, lesson from it, something, like, hard-hitting. I'm just understanding that grief is a part of life, and so it is. So it goes. That's really just it. So, um, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So, on to other things that are kind of a little bit lighter. Um, I just want to talk about minor infractions and why I thought that it would be a really good thing for me to do. I am such a podcast person. Um, My job has gotten in the way of me like physically sitting down and listening to a podcast. But every like I try to listen to it, especially when I'm kind of feeling like I need like that advice from like a older sister or like if I just want to listen to someone who's kind of going through the same things that I'm going through I like podcasts because it's just like talking and I feel like that's why radio shows were so important like back in the day and basically a podcast is just a longer version of a radio like a radio show right and so I like listening to them because I guess I guess it just offers like insight and also it's like you're kind of just having a conversation or talking to someone and you're just listening to someone just talk and you're kind of just like, hmm, okay, sounds good, sounds good. And so I like podcasts for that reason because I just think it's something that's like super low key, but very relatable. And so I just kind of wanted to offer my little slice of the world by giving minor infractions out. And um, I wanted to also just like have a platform to literally, like I said, talk my shit. Like I love offering like my opinions on things. 
um, to a certain extent. Sometimes I just shut up, but I feel like if I have a podcast, I can just talk all the things that I can't say in public or things that I just shut the fuck up about in real life and just talk about it on my podcast. Like, guys, you'll never guess. This guy at the grocery store was really pissing me off. Like, I would, I would literally just want to talk about that. Whereas, like, in reality, in the grocery store, all I'm going to do is be like, that guy is weird. I don't care. And just move on. But I'm going to talk about what I would have done if I would have stooped down his level and been petty. Because today, guys, me and my friend was at the store. And this white woman... <laughs> She literally just cut in front of us when we were, like, standing there, like, looking at food. Literally, just, like, cut in front of us. And I was just like, ma'am, um, are you not going to say excuse me? You're not, so you're not going to say it? But I just let it go because, one, I really didn't care in that moment enough to, like, kind of, you know, just shake things up. Like, I really didn't give a fuck. But the audacity of this lady to just like walk in between us, didn't even say excuse me, had a full cart and everything, and still decided to just like, you know, just say, oh, you know, I'm just gonna cut through them and grab my watermelon from the section in Publix. They didn't want that watermelon. They didn't want anything from that produce. I don't have to wait my turn. I can just walk in between these two women. And so she did that and um, it was rude. And lady from Publix, how dare you? But yeah, so I just want to have a good laugh. Nothing too serious. This is the one thing that I have at this current moment that I don't have to really even think too much about. I can just do it, expect nothing in return except to just do something that I want to do. And I've realized that a lot of the things that I want to do don't have to be like super introspective, super deep, expensive, or... I just can, like, do things without really expecting anything in return except my own, like, happiness from it. And so that is why I kind of just want to, like, try things, see if it fits. If it doesn't, that's okay because I am not trying actively to do things that bring me joy. And I know that's, like, hard to hard to admit, right? Because we always try to pretend, like, life is full of like decisions and choices but in reality like because I have such a set routine I go to work four times a week eight eleven to nine I don't have to think about it I just live my life in autopilot I wake up every morning at eight thirty. basically my brain is trained to do that I get up I get ready for work I shower I literally get dressed and then I leave out the door I'm at work until nine I come home end of the day if you're a killer, please do not remember my routine. But for people who are non-killers, I literally just do something that's like every single day. It's a routine. I know what I have to do. I know what I'm going to do. No one has to tell me about it. And so we live our life on autopilot. I mean, unless you're literally an adventurer and every single day is a brand new experience, for the most part, if you have like a steady schedule, you're doing the same thing steadily. Whether it be like you get in the car in the morning and you go straight to work or you stop and you get coffee and you call your friend and you you have a routine, something that you do. And after a while, a routine becomes a habit. And after a, ha- and a, while, after a while, a habit becomes something that you just do subconsciously. You don't have to think about it. For the most part, you can do it in your sleep. That's all fine and dandy. And I think that it gives us structure and it makes us not do things that are irrational or surprising. But I think it is very limiting because when you live life in autopilot and you get out of that mentality that you don't have to have people remind you to wake up or you don't have your mom or dad around to tell you your responsibilities, we end up letting life live us. We don't live life. And I don't like that. I 
like it in one way because I'm such a manic, like crazy, just, I, I like the structure of it all just because I feel like it makes my brain think that I have things under control. But the Sierra that is deep down inside of my head, I know that I don't have control of anything at all. I could literally do this for the next five years and then literally feel nothing from it because I haven't really felt anything. I was literally just like in this autopilot mode. So that is kind of where that metaphor comes from. But I guess essentially what I'm saying is, is that life is to be actively lived. Like every single day you have to remember. And I like this quote, even though it sounds so Tumblr, so um you know like the kissing booth or so to all the boys I ever loved I like the fact that you have to romanticize your life if you want it to be good and that's literally just like okay I'm gonna wake up in the morning I'm gonna go for a walk I'm gonna make a good fucking breakfast I'm gonna put my headphones in and while I'm driving or while I'm in the car I'm gonna pretend like I'm in a music video like I'm gonna feel everything so deeply because I know that eventually it'll end and so I am on the verge of this like spiritual awakening but also me like not being able to just like let go and detach from this thing that is not even guaranteed I have so much trouble doing it and so that is why I'm just gonna put myself out there and that is why I'm recording this podcast I was gonna say a vlog but I'm definitely not showing my face with this facial dysmorphia thank you for coming to my TED talk but okay, so yes, this is pretty much what my infraction is going to be. I don't know if you're annoyed because sometimes I do feel like I ramble and sometimes, like I said, like I do be talking, but that is why I'm here because it's like literally you're talking to like a girlfriend, like your friend, your BFF, like we're literally having drinks because I'm drinking a mixed cocktail right now. Like my infractions. It's literally to remind you that life and all the things that comes with it, it's just tiny little speed bumps. It's not the end all and be all. If it were, I would call this major infractions. But so far, these little experiences that I kind of like beat myself up about or, you know, kind of overthink, they're literally nothing. It's it's not anything serious. It's just minor little speed bumps. And you always still get to your destination. Everything is always good. You just have to remember that like okay yeah just something to note but like you'll be good and so yes I hope that you stick around subscribe to my podcast it is available on anchor.fm and um, I will talk to you guys when I upload another podcast this was very short just because it was kind of introductory um, I don't really think I have anything else to say Uh, So until then, I hope you guys stay safe, live the best life that you can, and um, remember that life is full of minor infractions, nothing major.